This is Faith Works Live, brought to you by Balden Heating and Plumbing, 515-371-4036. Now here's the host of Faith Works Live, Michael Damascus. Unwavering customer service, dedicated commitment to excellence, one of the most professional and technically proficient heating and cooling companies in the Des Moines area, Balden Heating and Plumbing sets themselves apart by caring about their customers' needs and raising the bar of keeping customers satisfied. Balden Heating and Plumbing is here for you. Call them today, 515-371-4036. I have personally had them in my home, and glad I did. Hey, Mike is not here. Mike Damascus is not here. This is Dan Hudson. I'm usually his co-host on Mondays, and uh, so I slid over to the host chair, and I, you know what? Mike's, Mike's, Mike's not here. He's not around, so I thought, I'm going to have some fun, because Mike's no fun. He's a killjoy. <laughs> I thought, I'm going to have some fun. I'm going to bring in some buddies. So I brought in some buddies. We've been doing the Life in the Path for, this. we're, we're almost to 10 years. It'll be 10 years in March, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm going to kind of introduce stuff, and Ben's usually our, our real host on Life in the Path, so I'm going to let Ben kind of take stuff, and I'll just sit here and look goofy like I do on Mondays anyway. <laughs> this, is a, this is a great for me. I love this. I was made for this. this I was made. Position. I ever made for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my name is Ben Foost. I am one of the hosts uh, on Life from the Path with this other uh, band of brigands here with uh, Mike Foost, uh, John Boova the Third, and Dan. You've met. And uh, so here's the thing: you don't know us, and uh, but but to introduce ourselves, I want to tell you tell you something about us. And the truth is, is that we're your friends. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we're, your friends. Friends. we're your buddies. We're yeah. your friends. We, we care about you. As any good Christian will, we will gladly forget to pray for you after we said that we would do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's us. That's us. And so uh, being your friends, we're here uh, to help with your New Year's resolution. It's just that time of year, boys, and people need this type of help. And so we thought we're going to kick off the show today and we're going to help with your New Year's resolutions. But here, I just need a small caveat is we can't help with all of them. In fact, I think we can help with one. I, a lot of you probably have uh, a fitness goal, right? Do you, anybody, you fellas have one? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. The, you, I so, want to fit better I, into the I, bathroom. I, <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, it's the bathroom from Oz here. It's pretty small. Uh, so, no, so, so but here's just to say, I know that's on the top of y'all's list. We cannot help with that. Um, I've had my share of roughage and nutritional yeast flakes, and uh, it's it just... I, I, we can't help. It's, hey man, it's, it's not a, our bag. That's a real thing. Those nutritional yeast flakes, you laugh and go, ha, ha, ha. But people have those, and they are disgusting. That's yeah. awful. Look what it's done for me. Why would you ever do that? <laughs> and the, the truth is, uh, I was thinking this on the way here, uh, all the weight that I've ever lost have, has eventually repented of itself <laughs> and came back as a prodigal pound. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I embraced it happily, and it is now back at home I, with me. I'm so glad to have you back. <laughs> <laughs> I missed you so much. Yeah, so, so it's, <laughs> it's not going to happen. So, but, but just knowing uh, who you are, and because we're friends, I feel like I can say this. Uh, my guess is that as a follower of Jesus, you, you want to be close to God this year. Right, like it's it's always on the list to say, look, I, I want I want to be closer to God this year. And it's it's weird because if you say that externally, it's a bit of an abstract concept. But like we're all buddies here. I think we understand right. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, so the question is, if it's on everybody's list and it's always showing up, uh, what, what do we do? Okay. What, what type of thing do you do to be closer to God? Okay, yeah. So grab it out of the clouds, right? Like, what's the number one thing that you have to do to become closer to God? Not not what to do, but what like like what's the one thing that you have to do? How do you become closer to a friend or become closer to your wife? 
Oh, you, you get to know them. That's it. Yeah. You spend time with them. It's, it yeah. really is. And like the thing, I, you know, I mean, you can do, there's, there's 50 ways to try to say, how can I spend more time with my kids? How can I spend more time with my wife, with my friends or whatever? It, it, it really is trying to digest, how do I spend more time with God? That's it. You mean like go to mass? Uh, you could go to, I mean, I'm not saying that's going to hurt I'm not you, saying not. that's not, I'm just saying, I, everybody's putting that through their own filter right now. Oh yeah, get closer to God. Okay, Hang right. out with God. So drag that back, once again, back down out of the clouds and go, um, I, I really think it's probably more beneficial, because I could go to, a, to say, a uh, a concert with my wife, and we're probably not going to get to know each other that well, right? Just because okay. we're at the concert, right? So uh, I would probably say one-on-one time, and that, some to some people, they really like the sound of that, like, I just get to sit down and read my Bible, um, which is a good way to start shoving your prayer life off to the side and and, and burying yourself in your Bible. Um, some other people go completely the opposite way and say, look, I just want to spend time praying and, and alone and quiet and whatever. And the only drawback I see to that is like, there's a good portion of your life that's not able to be alone and quiet and whatever. And so you try to say, if I if I have to have those to spend time with God, you'll tend to start sloughing it off. Yeah, I think we do run yeah. the risk of making um, a privacy something that's holy. Like, I think I think it's totally valuable. Um, and it's something that we have to really fight for. Um, but we, you, I think you're right. You do run the risk to say, look, I can spend time with God only if it is God and I. Yeah, so I've been mm-hmm. guilty of this, right? Like, I, especially when the new year rolls around or some other stage of life happens, I'm like, you know what? I got to do, I got to get up in the morning at like six. And then, you know, I want to get my Bible reading in and I would just want to spend some time in the quiet with God or whatever. Well, then you got to work early the next day. Or maybe you were up late the night before and you're just too tired. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're a failure and you're like, you know what? Just trying to pray thing in the morning, it makes me feel bad. <laughs> I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> and like, it just happens that way. So I think you got to be a little bit more flexible on how you think this is going to work and just realize that like, if you're trying to set apart time to be with God, you got to kind of get it out of, out of the rigid schedule and just go, I want to spend half hour with God today. I don't care when it happens, but it has to happen. I think I think that's so key because that's how I am. I, I will I will do this every year. Okay, every day, five o'clock. That's yeah. it. Five o'clock, and then you're, you get sick. Day three, you're, you're like, like yeah, yeah. five thirty-five. Pretty <laughs> sure it's July. You're like, when is the last time I got up at five to pray? I don't even know. I can't wait till next January when I can start yeah, again. I'm going to do better next year. <laughs> we like you. Call, that's the thing about New Year's resolutions. You call the year over, and, and like January tenth. Well, I screwed it up so far. So we're going to just start in twenty twenty-one, and we're going to nail it. So okay. eleven free months. So, so so broad broad takeaway then is is if you want to spend more time with God, like it has to integrate with your life. It's it's probably a wrong thought to think you're just going to turn your life completely upside down. Uh, It's not that there aren't valuable times of which, hey, man, you spend a week in a cabin. It's probably fantastic. These are all um, these are all ands. They're not you have to do this or do this or do this. I think they're additive. You can do all these things. But like to actually grow closer to God and stay that way. Uh, it, it has to actually integrate with your life as opposed to something that just try to, hopes to set your life on fire for a week or two. Right. right. Correct. And, and so, so, like, if you have an uncontrollable schedule, it just factor it in. Like, I mean, just but just say, look, the odds of you getting up every day at five thirty is just not going to happen. Yeah. So don't don't feel like you failed at it or God failed you. It didn't. You it, it just didn't work out at five thirty. You put the crown on the five thirty. God didn't. You right. know. So make it what it needs to be. And like you you really have to say, if I don't get to spend time with my wife in the morning, then we spend time at night. And, and it's flexible like that. Your relationship with God has to be that too. Right. And Yahweh's up, man. The Lord is awake. He's awake at 11 p.m. He's awake at 3 when you didn't have any, you couldn't sleep. He's, He's kind of busy in China then. Yeah. <laughs> I, the volume in China isn't what you'd want, Dan, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, I misread. I mean, have, you ever, have you ever woken up in the middle of the night and your first thought is, God, what, is, what do you want? What's up? Why am I awake? Right? Like, you don't have any discernible reason to be awake. I will wake up at like 4 in the morning and go, what? 
What, what? <laughs> What's going on? Did, yeah. Would I miss something? Jesus, no, you got something deal. for me? Really spiritual people say God wants me to pray, and I used to think that. Then I'd sit there and I'd pray for about 30 seconds and go, ah, uh, yeah, I just want some toast. <laughs> I just want some toast. <laughs> Actually, that same thing happened. I was, I was under the weather this past week, and I woke up for two nights straight. I woke up at like 1 in the morning and then 3 in the morning and 5 in the morning. And I woke up every time, and I, I thought, maybe I'm supposed to get up and be praying. And then I would get up, yeah. and that's exactly what i do. I'd get something to eat, maybe have a little drink. I'm like, boy, is it wrong? I'm, I was going to go back to bed. Is this <laughs> wrong? Is this wrong, though? Cause, I'll oh. throw a few names out. Oh, yeah, uh, and pray for my buddy. And, and God, in case this is it, because I don't want to. I don't want to miss an assignment. Right. God feed the hungry. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean pray for world peace. I feel really terrible too. I, yeah. I'm like, yeah. And that's. I think it, it runs a risk to say, like, is it? Could God wake you up in the middle of the night and have something on your heart? Absolutely. Yeah. I think it can and will. Uh, I think maybe you'll know it. And I don't think it's. You don't have to feel guilty about going back asleep. Yeah. He, he created the circadian rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> He's familiar. Well, I mean, have you read most of the Bible? The Lord just tends not to be so subtle. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> maybe they'll catch a whiff of this thing. Maybe not. <laughs> I hope they're paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> you so, know, I actually, and actually, it did happen for me, uh, I don't know, if a couple months ago. I don't remember when it was. I woke up and I just had this strong sense I need to post something on Facebook, social media, and, and tell someone not to take their life. And I thought that is the most awkward and, and random. Oh, yeah. You know, and I thought, I don't want to be like drama boy, like, hey, I don't know. But I felt it so strongly, I had to do it. Yeah. And so I did it. And I think there were three or four people that that was me. Like, oh, fantastic. Holy wow. cow. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, God does work that way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's not like it wasn't on my mind. I wasn't thinking, I hope, you know, whoever doesn't do whatever. Right. Uh, but I woke up just out of a solid sleep, bam, and, and like, go, and there was. go in the other room, go to social media, and say, stay stay alive. So so what's the answer, for Buva, as an example, what's an answer for you? Like, when you need to get closer to God, what, what, what do you reach for? What do you do? Whenever I feel like I absolutely need that connection to God, I always jump to worship. It's just my favorite thing in the world to just listen to a couple of songs that I made, and I, like I know all the lyrics to, and I know that I can sing without focusing on any one of my devices. I can just put it on, and I can belt it out to my like best ability. Obviously, I'm not that great, but um, whenever I have that worship time, prayer just comes with it. Yeah. And so whether I'm turning the songs that I'm actually singing into my prayer to God or whether it's in the middle of a song, I grab a hold of one of the lyrics and I grab that and I go, that's something I want to offer to you right now. I want to play that over again and I want to sing that a couple more times. Or if it's something spontaneous where it's like, I just sang that, but something else popped into my head. I got to talk about God about this specific thing right now. Yep. And whether that's pausing the, the, the song and continuing that prayer or just praying over that song and letting that worship be the background of my cry out to God. It's just an awesome time for me to allow that direct one-on-one worship that's not about a worship time on a Sunday morning. It's just about my time with God, and I love that. I like that. And this kind of goes back to something that we were that we were just talking about, which I think we do run the risk of saying I can only spend time with God if it's in if it's in isolation. Yeah. I was thinking like think of fond memories that you have with uh, maybe grandparents or something. Um, like some of them might be that you were able to spend individual time with them, but some of them are you and your family together with that. Yeah, person absolutely right now 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 put that from a god perspective and say like um walking closer with god is 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 sometimes being where god is at and god is still has people doing hands and feet work right so like some of it might be reading your bible at five in the morning some it might be meet him in prayer and worship whenever you can and like i'll be honest if you feel like you're doing all those things and you're missing something like if you're not out there serving with other believers if you're not out there with his people both in 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 a normal service but i mean living in the world that he expects good news to change and you're not out and about in that with serving with other people. Um, I, I, like Jesus is there. And so right. like, 
you might be missing him because um, it's too isolated. And I think Western culture, we do pe- would tend to that, like study, studiousness, and faithful prayer and quiet places, all which is awesome. Uh, but if it doesn't bend also to like spending great quality time with Jesus as he's out, as hanging out in the world that he wants to see changed, um, you might be missing him there too. So, I mean, if that's, if that's not on your playlist, uh, you know, think about pulling that record down and spinning it every once in a while. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Dan, anything you reach for? Yeah, you know what? But I, my go-to is fasting, and it's a, I have a kind of a revolving schedule of I'll do a – think think Lent. A lot of people do Lent where they yep. give up something. So I don't like fast, like no food for six months or something. But I'll take out certain items, and that way every time I want to go for that, I'm reminded to pray because it mightn't be 5 a.m. or it might be at 2 in the afternoon, and it just keeps me going. Oh, fantastic. All right, lots, lots of good options here. Hey, you're listening to Faith Worth Uh This is the Live from the Path fellas hanging out. Uh, big thanks to Mike uh, Damasus, who we locked up in the elevator so we could do the show. And uh, we'll be right back with you. we got some games to play. Look at that games to play and uh i can't wait some fun stories from the net because the net is a redeeming virtue we will see you back here in a little bit you're listening to uh, faithworks live on 98.3 ktia this is faithworks live brought to you by balden heating and plumbing 515-371-4036. Now here's the host of Faith Works Live, Michael Damascus. Agape Pregnancy Center has served the people in the Des Moines area for over 30 years. They offer accurate information to help you make an informed choice. At Agape, you'll find a team of people who will listen to your questions and concerns about pregnancy, abortion, STDs, and other issues. Their services are free of charge because they know sometimes you just need someone to listen. Give them a call today. Set up an appointment, 515-255-0243. That's 515-255-0243. Well, Mike, it's not here. This is Dan Hudson, your normal co-host on Monday morning, afternoons, and uh, I, I brought in some buddies today live from the Path crew. We do a thing on Monday nights at livefromthepath.org. Uh, been doing this for about 10 years. We have, what, over a million hits on that thing? 1.1, 1. 1, yeah. 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 And, and we need we have a Facebook page. We well, need likes. Here's the thing. People I, don't like us. And that's fair. I think it's fair that they do. So, but we, we have been at like 495 likes literally for two years. And people will it's come embarrassing. in and three people will like it. And then reasonably, three people will dislike it. And so we end up at like 495. Yeah. Now, if you're a fair weather liker, <laughs> I am totally okay with that. We need a shallow win, bro, is what I need. And so if you will go to the Live from the Path Facebook page and just hit that big old blue thumb. Yeah. And say, look, I like it. And it just has to be true for a bit. Something to make my ego feel good. My, my, my hairline is receding. I have very few <laughs> friends, all of who are in this room. Uh, That's and questionable. And I'm giving yeah. up. Somewhat. I'm yeah. giving up uh, <laughs> decent foods for the year. And so I can really use a win here. And so if you want to just, just go out and like the Live from the Path Facebook page, and that's what we want. We'll like kill the fattened calf, won't we, when we hit 500? Yeah. Here's actually. <laughs> I okay, hope not. Now, this is going to nope. sound wrong coming up after that. I promise we will let Damascus out of the elevator <laughs> if, we, if we get 500 likes on the Live from the Path Facebook page. And I will guarantee you safety. Now, do not <laughs> shoot. I've overplayed the hand. It's very possible people will refuse to like the page to keep Mike in the elevator. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We should have pulled the room first. <laughs> yeah, I, I should have checked that. That's my fault. Hey, here we go. My name is Ben Foost. I'm uh, one of the hosts on Live from the Path. Uh, we're, 
<laughs> Every once in a while, we try to catch up with the show on news of the day. Uh, and I came across this today, and I said, yeah, sure, this is this is a worthy thing. So uh, th- this is from the Christian Post. Uh, Walter Slonopos, a devout Christian man from Tennessee who made international headlines when he quit his job in 2013 over the number 666 being assigned to his W-2 tax form, says God blessed him with a higher-paying job months later, oh, and his former employer went out of business. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on a minute. This is great. Don't laugh at 666. <laughs> of course not. Why Slonopos, who is now 59, doesn't believe the controversy over the number on his tax form was related to his former employer closing down, he told the Religion News Service that he believes God blessed him for his faithfulness. Looks like I got my blessing, he told RNS. The, the number 666, well, you guys know what it is. In an interview with the Christian Post shortly after he quit, uh, the man said he went to his employer, Contact Casting LLC, as he had done on two previous occasions to explain his faith-based position on the number and why he couldn't accept it. His, his supervisors couldn't explain at an uh, arrive at an agreeable solution, so he resigned. So basically, it's, it's randomly assigning numbers to people when you come to work there. Right. Mm-hmm. And on the top of his W-2, the number is, now I want to be clear on this, 00666. And he mm-hmm. goes, I can't no. do it. No, I can't do it. So that was just like his employee number. Uh, I don't even think like it's not even like your employee number. I think it's just, just like the for the W two number that shows up on W two. Oh jeez. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing: if you extrapolate this out, you can't really have any Christian goat farmers, right? Or anybody that collects <laughs> That's true. Yeah, or anybody that collects say chaff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> do you know a lot of chaff collectors, Mike? I mean, I know Is people that, that they are, deal in Are wheat. there any hiring There's positions on Indeed for chaff collectors? <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're going to take the negative connotation stuff in the Bible and run it way up the pole, then you're like, I guess we can't have goats. <laughs> I mean, was he afraid he was going to be the Antichrist if he accepted that? Or was that the mark of the beast? Yeah, he's been marked. It's yeah. his tax form. He, no one's going to see it but and, him and, and the And besides, HR I don't guy. think the mark of the beast was meant for one person on one W-2 one yeah. time. Right. I, yeah, yeah, I mean, again, uh, I think we'll grant that, at least from what I know of the guys in the room, I, I, we're not worried particularly about the numbers anyway. Right, exactly. He's, he's not in He's not an isolated company for people who might uh, have a concern about the number. Mm-hmm. I, I get it, uh, if that's your theological bent. Uh, How do you play Yahtzee? <laughs> I mean, you, you don't, Mike. I you six, just six, don't. five, yes! yes. You just don't yes, play yes. away from the bad number. Actually, wow. it's uh, this now. This could be hearsay, but I heard from a lot of lottery purveyors in the Bible Belt often pick sixes as part of their numbers because they think the Christians won't play them. <laughs> oh, that's phenomenal. And that could be a rumor. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, or a straight lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so so anyway, continue on. I explained to them I can't accept this number. I'm a Christian. They said we cannot change it because it's computer generated. Now, here's the thing: as much as I, as much as I'm not on board with this cat. Uh, I mean, there's, there's, people don't assign a 13th floor to a building out of superstition, right? Right. Are you telling me you can't just put a bum employee in here and go like, oh, we hired Ted. We fired Ted. Uh, Slonopos over here is 667. Yeah, okay, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 666 I mean, is no longer being, available. They're being a little stubborn with this thing. Uh, unless they didn't want to hire him to begin with. They said, look, this guy's going to be like this the whole time. Forget it. Yeah, until the employer's looking through and goes, 666 employee number, that's Ted A. Satan. Who's that? Ted A. Satan. That's weird. I don't know. Sure. What's, what's what? he do here? What's his middle name? Beelzebub? Lucifer Satan? Uh, you know what? Fire that guy. Yeah, exactly. I don't want that guy. HR's right going to see that name and go, no, we don't want that I think he record. goes by Luke and he's been stealing sandwiches ever since. <laughs> yeah, Lou Satan. <laughs> anyway, he said, 
This is funny. The, the way that this article was written was funny, though. They said, while many people, even Christians at the time, thought he was an idiot for resisting the number. I mean, that's some journalism. That's a quote. People aren't generally willing to tell it like it is. This guy, he's in. Uh, he said when he meets people today and they learn he's the person behind the 666 story, they no longer see him that way. So here's the payoff, though. Uh, shortly after he left Contact, Slonopas said he got a job offer and an eventual raise in pay from another local company of $12 more per hour. Congrats to him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He further explained that his decision to leave Contact was more about being faithful to his beliefs rather than the company being evil. I like that. Thank you. You have friend. to give him that. Uh, if you believe in God, he said, you have to resist a devil. He lost me. <laughs> he lost me there. And then he went back to his porn. And, uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. But I kept away from 666. <laughs> Mike, you told me. You said, Ben, watch what you say on the air. Yeah. Dan has been in here all the time. That's yeah, not a naughty word. It's, it's, guy. I mean, it's, it's a all, naughty thing. I mean, to be fair, we run an internet podcast. Sometimes the random the random mislip will come out. That's true. And it's close to 11 o'clock at night when we aren't doing that. So uh, Anyway, so he, he previously told his devotion to the Christian faith was strongly influenced uh, by his mother and grandmother, who became Christians while they were imprisoned in Nazi concentration camps in Poland. Oh, wow. He says, when you come to a situation where nobody can help you, when the only choice you have is to believe in God and hope or get angry with God and have nothing, he said. Here's the thing. What, what was funny about this story is that, like— uh, 60-70% of it, you're like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, I admire his conviction I, I absolutely to do. what he believes. I, I may not follow it, right? Uh, but I, I do appreciate it. Um, I, I, the connotation that perhaps the company was punished, uh, I think, is ill-fitting. That is not really, I think, what's going on here. And even he said that. But I think uh, I think they wrote the story because it kind of feels like that. I I don't know. I, we, I don't think we have time to flesh it out. But, but I, what, I, what I've been thinking about is uh, God was glorified here, even if the guy's mistaken. And so I don't know that I care. Yeah. I don't know that I care. I know that I wouldn't have made the same stance, so that puts right. me as unfaithful. Yeah. It would respond, hey, I quit my job today. How right. come? Well, 666. Well. Six, six. <laughs> the W2 number, babe. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> Do you know what that means for me? I mean, All right. <laughs> I thought I read stories of someone like um, uh, putting their groceries back because of the total. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would wow. just buy gum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, add one more item. You're listening to Faith First Live. Mike Damascus is out of town, so the Live from the Path boys are here. Go to our Facebook page, Live from the Path, and like us. This is Faith Works Live, brought to you by Baldwin Heating and Plumbing, 515-371-4036. Now here's the host of Faith Works Live, Michael Damascus. You care about your health. Because of that, you care about what you eat. Onimus Beef brings you not only nutrition, but excellent value. Because not only do you care about your health, you also care about your money as well. With Onimus Beef... You get both. Better health, better value. Order yours today by calling David Onimus at 515-238-7505. Have you guys had Onimus beef? No, you won't give us any. Oh, buddy. Yeah, I, I, I keep agree. my freezer I, I full. I invited over for I keep trying to win a whole cow. I keep getting more. You have a full freezer and we have none. <laughs> I am not a socialist. Can you <laughs> even smoke any meat? Like, you realize I can do that for you at any it's time, It's delicious. Right? All right, fine. I mean, honestly, I, I'm, I don't want to be weird, but it is a qualitative difference. I'm just telling you. Okay, I believe it. But uh, let me tell you about Iowans for life. Okay. Before we move on. All right. <laughs> I was going to say sirloin cut, or it didn't happen. <laughs> I probably have some of that laying okay. around. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Iowans for Life is the longest-standing nonprofit pro-life ecumenical organization in the state. They were formed in 1972. 
Their mission is to advocate for the dignity of human life from further excuse me, from fertilization to natural death. They do this through informing, educating, and inspiring Iowans to value the sanctity of all human life. From billboard campaigns to developing an apologetic curriculum for schools and individuals to taking Iowans to the annual March for Life in D.C., Iowans for Life works hard defending life. To learn more about Iowans for Life, go to iowansforlife.org. Like Iowans for Life on Life on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. I barely could read that. Yeah, What's wrong with me? You, you got so much beef in your. Yeah, I was going to say you were thinking about the beef. I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Mike's not here, as you can tell, because he can read that. But we're here, live from the path. Hey, best radio man in the business. Yeah, Be nice absolutely. to me. I'm the professional. Hey, he's not here, but we are. Uh, we're here. Don't you worry. Who's us? We us. Ben, please save us. I'm here. I'm here to help. Hey, my name is Ben. I'm one of the hosts of Life from the Path. You've wandered onto uh, the internet's fastest growing internet game show. It's called Secular vs. Solomon. Mine cuts tunes. Faded out. That was wonderful. In our own studio, that sounds a lot better. I don't know what the difference is. I wasn't sure what was happening. It sounds just as bad. Uh, yeah, so here's the deal. We're used to playing this game long form. You guys can play at home. So if you're driving in or you're listening on the home, there is a home game to this. You can play along. Uh, but the, the game is called Secular versus Solomon. Here's the basic nature of it. Uh, you got to know where your wisdom's coming from. You guys got desk calendars and you got pithy sayings that you picked up somewhere and you're like, yes, the Lord directs my steps. But it didn't come from the Lord and you don't know that. And that's what we got to figure out. Where are our proverbs? Where are our bit of wisdoms coming from? Okay? And so here's how the game goes. I'm going to give you this proverb or a bit of wisdom and you need to tell me whether it is a secular bit of wisdom or whether it's biblical, and we're going to call that the Solomon answer. Okay, so the answer, it's either secular or Solomon. I know, Ben. Okay, this is for other folks. We, we know. <laughs> it's for other people. You're we insulting felt, me. We felt like you were telling us the, the directions here. <laughs> obstinate oaf. <laughs> there are people who need help. Okay, we're ready. Okay, so if you're at home, you're, it's secular Solomon in response to the proverb. And now here's the thing. If it's secular, we need to know the country of origin. I mean, where's this thing coming from? Because you've mistook, uh, you know, some kind of French proverb uh, for something that the Lord said, and you should be ashamed of yourself. And so we're going to hunt this down. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, we ready? Dan, I'm ready. Dan, you ready to go? Mike, uh, you keeping the scores? I got it. Okay, here we go. Uh, secular or Solomon, uh, proverb number one, starting with Dan Hudson. If you don't understand it with a wink, you certainly will with a blow. Ooh. If, the, if I, you don't understand with a wink, you certainly will with a blow. Dan. I'm going to call that secular. Secular and country of origin. That That is... Um, we're going we're gonna to call that Afghanistan. I mean, the Afghanis know how to bring it home if you don't understand it. You don't wink it, they'll just they will smack you in the head. They'll tickle your mustache. Oh, gross. Okay, this, <laughs> you're talking about a fisticuffs. Yeah, that's like, what I mean. Yeah. Okay, I get it. That's what the Proverbs communicate. I, I thought the guy said it, and then if you didn't get it, he, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I thought... <laughs> I, I don't know anybody that would do that. No, that's <laughs> no. probably also secular. If you, if you don't know with a sly wink, then he will bring it home with the force. Okay, I'm all right, Buva, secular Solomon. All right, so I'm going to go secular Democratic Republic of the Congo, and on the live feed, Jessica Potorf says secular, no country of origin, origin, but Jessica. she agrees with me on Democratic Republic of the Congo. I don't like you bandwagoning with the with the chat. Yeah, I agree. All right, you gave me the opportunity to do so, and I'm going to take it. Okay, that's fair enough. All right, Jessica, keep it in line. Mike, you're up. Secular Solomon. I'm going to go uh, secular, and I'm going to say uh, Germany. That sounds like something. They're harsh, man. I mean, every meme I've ever seen has a German punching somebody. Yeah, right on. Yeah, okay. Wait, Jessica we're... just said Germany at the same time you did. So. That's right. 
Uh, that's right, an internet fine. jinx. Yeah. All right, Secular Solomon, <laughs> uh, if you don't understand it with a wink, that you certainly will with a blow. That is not biblical wisdom. That is secular, and that's from Morocco. Oh, you Morocco. did not see that coming. No. no. It, it, isn't that Africa? Hey, listen here. You ever try to smuggle something in Morocco? No. No, what? If you did, you would know why this happens the way it does. <laughs> Okay. It just is the That's not is. happening in Tangier. All yeah. right, here we go. Secular or Solomon, every sin brings its punishment with it. Every sin brings its punishment with it. Secular or Solomon. Boom. Uh, I'm going to go Solomon. Uh, Proverbs 18. Man, he's, he's, he's given chapter. Chapter and verse. Mike, secular Solomon. Oh, I mean, it sounds so Solomon that I feel like it's a, it's a, a lure. It could a be tr- a ruse. A trick on the bobber. I'm, I'm going to go secular. I'm going to go secular. And uh, uh, England. Oh, man. Every sin brings its punishment with it. Secular Solomon. Dan? Uh, I'm, it's, it is secular, and it's Iceland. <laughs> Dan, <laughs> for certain, uh, believes that it is uh, secular, and that means for certain believes that Buva is fallibly incorrect. <sighs> oh, man. But nobody goes to Iceland because it it's cold, yeah. and so that's why they have to make that rule, and they left. It's a bait and switch. I mean, it's vengeful. Okay, here we go. Every sin brings its punishment with it. Uh, secular Solomon, that is indeed... Secular Romania. No, yeah. Thank oh, you. man. Thank Secular you. Romania. <laughs> I, I should have known better. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and in the pagan corner. <laughs> over here. For $200. Yeah, I even said Proverbs 18. Oh, man. <laughs> you really stuck your neck up. For I no really reason. did. I was like, I have a lot of confidence in this one. <laughs> yeah. Remember, Solomon Proverbs 18. saith the Lord. I remember the day my Yahweh said this. <laughs> he I said, said it with authority. He punched me after I sinned. <laughs> he said, when there are three sixes on that W-2, it's time oh, to bail. Oh, man. All right, fine. All right, What's the sec- next one? Here we go. Secular Solomon. The words of a whisperer are like delicious morsels. They mm-hmm. go down into the inner parts of the body. Mm-hmm. The words of a whisperer are like delicious morsels. They go down into the inner parts of the body. Secular or Solomon. Mike. Yeah, that one's like fuel for my soul, Ben. That's, a, <laughs> that's straight out of Solomon. Okay, Mike says that's a Solomon. Dan. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely Solomon on that. It it moves me. Yeah. It, does. it yeah. seems like a slogan for a wine. Yeah, I was thinking it was a marketing firm. Somebody <laughs> put that in. Yeah. morsels wine. That's pretty bold, is to take the Lord's motto or something that he said. In music. So- Solomon did say he had some of that stuff. Yeah, so, it's so, true. Yeah. And it was fine. Okay, but uh, do you read the Bible? I do. <laughs> Sorry, we couldn't I'm, tell by those initial I, answers. I'm gonna, okay, it said sin. Don't judge me. Uh, I, I'm going to say Solomon Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes Solomon. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but uh-huh. he's but he's way more brutish in Ecclesiastes. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Dan. Yeah. All right. The words of a whisperer are like delicious morsels. They go down into the inner parts of the body. That is indeed Solomon, Proverbs 26. <laughs> yeah, buddy. I would have gone with, with uh, Ecclesiastes if it said they go into your stomach and rot. Yeah. Oh, point, yeah. But this is more Proverbs. All right, fine. Yeah. All right, here we go. We've got to keep the game moving. Secular or Solomon, God does not pay weak. <laughs> we got to keep the game what? moving. I'm Long sorry. Pause. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought it was dramatic. I thought it was something funny. God does not pay weekly, but he pays at the end. Oh, what? Oh, God, like the Moroccans. <laughs> what? God does not pay weekly, but he pays at the end. That's Secular the or Solomon, damn. Uh, who holds on to their cash? Um, oh, no. No, no. Uh, it's secular. <laughs> secular. And uh, we're going we're gonna to go. Uh, this is the uh, a manager at a Chinese uh, what? children factory. What? Uh, damn. <laughs> Country out. of origin. China. Not okay. business type. Did no. I say that out loud? It could be a Chinese sweatshop somewhere in Indonesia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Buva. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Can you read it one more time for God me? God does seconds. not pay weekly, but he pays at the end. That's awful. Uh, I'm going to go secular Brazil. Secular Brazil. Mike. Ah. Uh, 
Uh, secular and um, Thailand. Secular Thailand. Boy, uh, boy, it's just not coming off well. God does not pay weekly, but he pays at the end. It is secular the Netherlands. Yeah, that's pretty close. That's, yeah, yeah, right, that's right there. All right. Hey, I, I like, a, that's on the same planet here's as what Brazil. I like. Here's what I like. Ron has set this up so the claps always happen when I give the right answer, which means it looks like the claps are for me. <laughs> and I always that's the wrong great. way to do that. You don't need to make him feel like people are clapping for him. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, come on. <laughs> All right, and uh, final one. Final one. Here we go. Uh, whoever blesses his neighbor with a loud voice rising early in the morning will be counted as cursing. <laughs> Whoever blesses his neighbor with a loud voice rising early in the morning will be counted as cursing. Secular Solomon. Buva. Oh, man, this got the right things. Uh, I'm going to go Solomon. I'm going to go Proverbs 21. Ooh, Proverbs 21. Mike. That don't sound right, Ben. What's that he was supposed to mean? I mean, no one wants to hear you saying, I bless you, if you're going to do it real loud early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> They'll interpret it as a curse. Yeah. yeah. I love you. Yeah, uh, okay, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Hey, shut up, Mike. I'm <laughs> saying a good thing at the wrong time. Why did you go back in your house? <laughs> you could love me from in there. You cursor. Uh, Experience as um, I have gone to my neighbor's house, knocked on his door at three in the morning just to see how he was doing. He, he interpreted that as a curse. It sounds pretty biblical. <laughs> Dan, why would you ever do Don't tell me. I don't need to know. Uh, it, I'll go Solomon. Solomon. All right. Uh, whoever blesses his neighbor with a loud voice, rising early in the morning will be counted as cursing. It is indeed Solomon, Proverbs 27. Nailed it. Yes. Hey, you you uh, were listening won. to uh, Life for the Path, <laughs> broadcasting on Faith Works Live. And hey, go like our, uh, our Facebook page. We really could use those likes. And uh, we'll see you here in a little bit. You've been listening to Faith Works Live on 99.3 KTIA. This is Faith Works Live, brought to you by Balden Heating and Plumbing, 515-371-4036. Now here's the host of Faith Works Live, Michael Damascus. Let me tell you about a special place with two locations. Intervision's Healthcare Clinic is located at 1355 50th Street in West Des Moines, also at 500 Army Post Road on the south side of Des Moines. At Intervision's Healthcare, you will find help. From free pregnancy tests and ultrasounds to free STD screenings and treatments, Intervisions Healthcare offers all clients hope and tangible, tangible help. Don't wait. Get real help now. Call them 24 hours a day, 515-440-2273. We have a gal in our church who volunteers there as an RN, and uh, it's a terrific, it's a terrific place. It really is. That's all I know. Ben, Ben, help help us out. That's all I know. Ben, what do you know? What do you know? Us. We were made for this, boys. (laughs) We were professionals. made for this. This is the best ever. Here's the deal. My name is Ben Foost. I'm one of the hosts of the Live from the Path radio show. Uh, Hey, let's say say you're a glutton for punishment and you want to catch the long-form version of our program. Uh, go to livefromthepath.org, and you can check out past episodes. We've been doing we've been doing the show for like ten years. Uh, it's internet radio, so uh, you know we're, we're used to just talking straight up for like ninety minutes. So this this restricted time frame is like me uh, try, trying to put in some of uh, uncomfy swimwear. It takes a little getting used to, you know. Boy, that's a mind. That's a mind. I just want you right to pause. You just put that on on the radio. You to, I want you to like think legit. of me. <laughs> Putting one leg in and another leg in, no. shimmying it. <laughs> Don't that. shimmy. That's the wrong verb to be putting in people's head right now. Anyway, I've, I've figured this was. Yeah. <laughs> I knew this would draw you to the program. That's the life from the path dot org. Hey, and we're a few likes shy of being able to let Damascus out the elevator. So. Uh, if you if you don't want to be subjected to this again, you're going to have to do your best to go like Life in the Path on Facebook. Um, 
Hey, so here's the deal. Uh, pe- people need advice, Mike. They're, the people are also always asking, hey, man, I got troubles, <laughs> and I need somebody's help. And they said, are there some shady internet podcast purveyors who could help me out? And we, we had a 1930s train station. Hey, man, I got troubles. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got woes and worries. Nobody and can, and can life from the past help? And so here's what they've done. They've asked us, but then they've also asked other people to get a comparison. Let's see how we do. So, dear life from the path. My fiancé and I have been together for four years. Mm-hmm. I love him very much, but there are times when he lectures me, and I get tired of it. Oh, no. Then about an hour later, maybe sooner, he will come and say, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm getting frustrated because he's always sorry. There are times I just roll my eyes and wait. What can I do or say when he comes back to apologize when he always makes it my fault? But it took a weird curve at the end. It really did. Wow. So so she's she's irritated that he's lecturing her and then irritated that he says sorry. Yeah, because he keeps doing it over and over again, and like the sorry doesn't seem to change anything, so he's not really sorry. Yeah, is it yeah. is it is it like, hey man, uh, I'm sorry I drank the end of the chocolate milk, and then you always drink the end of the chocolate yeah, milk? Yeah, that's what that it deal? seems like, is the dude keeps doing the same thing yeah. over and over yeah. again, now, and then always apologizes, but never actually fixes anything. Now, now sorry. hold on, listen, uh-huh. when you, <laughs> first of all, he's been your, uh, you're saying my fiance. Uh, and I have been together for four years. I don't know whether that means you've been engaged to be married for four years, because that's too long. But let's say that you've been a <laughs> man yeah, for yeah. four years, right? Like, as people get together and become one person, right, you, you, if you are any have any passion about you at all, you're going to disagree on stuff, right? And I feel like he, he just don't like the conflict, right? So you battle, and then he's always the – what it means is, is you're not the first one to come back and apologize. He's the guy that's always showing up going, I'm sorry, I just – I don't want to fight with you about this, but – Blah, 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 right? He's trying to level the playing field back out and get you back on the roll. And to me, the way you're describing it, you just are stubborn and refuse to apologize at all. I, I, I think she needs to rethink who she's engaged to because uh, he thinks he's going to change her through a lecture. I like this, Dan. You get out the, the, the deal breaker ball pretty fast. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm just we saying. Went from communication problems to you should probably find a new fiance yeah. real quick, Dan. I mean, I don't think they can reconcile this. Yeah, you think they can reconcile communication issues? I, here's the thing. Like, we are woefully shy of detail here. She didn't even say what the lectures were about. Like, she Everything. tried to. She tried to give the impression that she's just sitting there minding her own business, and he walks in all the time, <laughs> hey, starts you. lecturing her, and then apologizes. We're out of onions. You know, what really, <laughs> you know what really you got the wrong gears that you do? <laughs> Everything. Hey, we like green onions here. Here's the deal. People who really want to solve problems at least try to represent it fairly. And, like, either this guy is, like, a classic dolt, and I agree with Dan, <laughs> or there are a lot of nuances here that she simply is not providing uh, in which case, if, if that's how she wants to present her affianced to the world, uh, I mean, I, I think you have a bigger problem here. Hey, we're all looking at you because you said that weird word. Yeah, look, Boov and I have talked to you multiple times about For years. giant vocabulary words. Affianced. Secular phrase. Now not only the word's big, you're using different languages on us? All right, fine. It was from a... Wait, oh, oh shoot. It's, from a, kids, kinda, it's some, from a kid's movie. It's a Disney movie? I was waiting for some, Frozen? Yeah, something. No, I was <laughs> waiting for some long book that none yeah. of us would have read. It was the, from the, uh, blah, 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 the by the the Dostoyevsky. It's a, it's a classic it's Russian novel. It's a Shakespearean novel. term. <laughs> that me and my friends read. I'm going to think of it what it is. While you guys are out playing bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's from The Lion King. <laughs> Remember the bird? The, the bird yeah! goes. Yeah! Yeah! Thank See, you very much. You know that movie's above my head. <laughs> you two were to be married. Affianced. That's what the dodo said. Come on. Wow. All right. Anyways. <laughs> that, that's a detail that has slipped me. <laughs> What's yeah. our advice? All right. So Secular's going to say. Wait, 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 hold on. Our, our, our advice was what? Is, is uh, one, we, we don't believe that you're representing the situation right. fairly. Uh, and 
you should maybe try apologizing first. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you are, let's say you're a person that screws stuff up often. The yeah. only thing you can do is apologize often. Yeah, boo Right? Like if, I get that. The, la- the lack of apology <laughs> yeah, boo makes you entrenched in your wrongness, right? Like, so, I, I mean, even if the guy is a doofus, if he screws all this stuff up or he causes fights he didn't mean to, I do that all the time. Almost every fight I've ever been in with my wife. I've, I, I'm like, this wasn't necessary. I didn't really need to do all this. Yeah. I wasn't really that mad. And so you come back, you apologize, and you go, let's move on. So I I yeah. mean, without more detail, I feel like the guy's doing his best. Is there but, something we could say for the dude if he is really this much of an adult and he needs to work on his communication that much? He just needs better friends. Uh, wait. <laughs> you, he, he needs, needs better friends? Yeah. He does need better he friends. He needs to come on Live from the Path. He needs to like Live from the Path on the Facebook page. He does need to maybe back off a little. Yeah, he does. <laughs> back off a little bit and not lecture so much. They can have conversations. Yeah, if you find yourself yeah. at the end of the conversation every single time needing to apologize, that's a problem. Because a lecture is what? You're wrong, and let me tell you about yeah, exactly. it. Yeah, I'm informing on. you of now, something. People only frame it as a lecture when they're getting it handed to them. Unless they're in college. See? Mike's <laughs> lecturing right now. Yeah, yeah Mike's not lecturing me. All he's saying is, hey, man, can we, keep the, can we keep the shoes by the door instead of in the middle of the floor? Oh, here comes another lecture from Steven. He's going to give me the roast about the shoes. <laughs> See, I, I think this is framed all wrong. None of this Sounds right to me. All right. right. What's what's the secular advice? Secular says, what is going on is a red flag, and you should recognize it as such. That your fiancé talks down to you and then says he's sorry, but it was your fault, isn't an apology. It's a lame excuse for his bad, verbally abusive behavior. Abusive? That's a big word to throw in there. I mean, here's the deal. Someone just went and got the drama gun and just started pumping away. (laughs) (laughs) Holy cow. Uh, Please carefully examine what is really going on in your relationship before it begins to affect your self-esteem and possibly rethink this engagement. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, uh, that is way more harsh, intense than yeah. I would have gone. I, you know, I, here's the thing. I, I, you lack enough information to be able to say that. Right. Right. I think we've got some nuance here that probably needs to be That's right. She has the same information we got, and she went completely into the ocean of drama. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, Abusive. verbal abuse. Now, I mean, here's wow. so so if you take the most the niche look at this guy and just say he walks in, that's all they do is fight. He picks a fight. And then apologize. Like, they're framing him as a guy who comes, causes a problem, and then is like, so sorry about it later. That is classic abuse behavior. I totally understand where she's coming from, except for there's not enough information here to establish that. Uh, and frankly, I, I think if you're if if that's what we're trying to represent here, uh, then yeah, whatever. You, you need to get out. You need to straight up get out of it. But like, what's more likely to our shame is we start describing situations with loaded words so we don't have to take responsibility for our own actions. Uh, and we get to paint people to look silly. I know I did this. I was having a conversation with my wife not three days ago, and I noticed a word that I used that it was intentionally designed to load that conversation up so I'll, so that it tilted my way. And I thought, this is my wife. This is my bride, you the love her? of my life. Yeah. And yeah. I use this word, and I knew it. I'm like, eh, it's not wrong, but it's not right either. The word that I chose to like kind of build this thing up, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. I, I think I know your wife well enough that she probably didn't just say, oh, I'm sorry, Ben. She yeah. probably like just shot one back at you. Uh, she did, and yeah. she said, stop using those words like these fellas do. Yeah. You. And I'll put my shoes wherever I want, Ben. Yeah. Hey. Spit that chocolate milk out. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different topic. You're talking about words. You just wrote a, a book. Tell people how to get your book. Oh, shoot. Uh, yeah, so I wrote a book with my uh, with my 13-year-old daughter. It's at uh, littlemanthetroll.com. It's a children's book. It is uh, awesome. Uh, yeah, it's, it, was, it was a fun book. Yeah. Um, and so I, I'd, I'd written the book, and then she went through, and, and she did the illustrations and did just a fantastic job. 
Um, so uh, it's by uh, Ben and Emma Foost. If you go to littlemanthetroll.com, you can order it. Or it's on Amazon, too. You go to Amazon.com and just search for Little Man the Troll. Excellent children's book. You can pick Excellent. it up. I mean, honestly. It's, and it's a lot of fun. It, 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 hopes, it tries to explain kind of like when, when you go to sleep and you wake up and your like, socks pulled off and your hair's a mess and you're like, what the heck went on? Well, the book tries to explain what happened. That troll did a troll. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's kind of creepy the way you say it. <laughs> Shoot, yeah, that was terrifying. Uh, hey, you've been listening to Live from the Path, uh, fellas. Again, go to livefromthepath.org. If you dig on the show, you can sign up for the podcast. Uh, go to our Facebook page like that. You, there's plenty of videos. we got musical guests and clips from the show. You can play Secular vs. Solomon. We'd love to have you. A big thanks to, to Mike Damasis, who we will allow out of the elevator eventually uh, for letting us sit in on FaithWorks Live. Uh, for Dan, for uh, taking a risk on, on bringing the fellas in here. You never know what could have gone on. And so we do appreciate that. Ron, thank you. So... 